You are locked into Locked On Badgers. My name is Asher Lowe, and I am the site editor of Badgers Wire, a former play-by-play broadcaster for many Badger sports. But most importantly, of course, I am your host right here on the Locked On Badgers podcast, coming at you wherever you get your podcasts and bringing you the inside student perspective filled with stats, filled with special guests, and filled with all things Badger sports. Make sure you listen and follow for free on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and of course, you can play Locked On Badgers on your smart speakers by saying, play podcast, Locked On Badgers. Second episode of the week, first long-form interview of the week, and we got my guy Miles Burkett here on Locked On Badgers, a dual-threat quarterback, the number one quarterback in the state of Wisconsin, class of 2022, and he has been on a wild journey at Franklin High School. This is a guy that started at the end of the bench in his freshman year, and you blink, and 12 months later, he is the starting QB and one of the star QBs in the state of Wisconsin. His whole journey, his contact with the University of Wisconsin, his contact with other schools, all that is coming up right now on Locked On Badgers. But first, I want to tell you about rockauto.com, who have sponsored this episode. rockauto.com, all the car parts that you will ever need. Amazing selection, reliably low prices at rockauto.com. Make sure you tell them that Locked On sent you. Here is that interview with 2022 QB, Miles Burkett. Joining me now on the Locked On Badgers podcast, the second Wisconsin in-state recruit in the class of 2022 that I have had on the show, the first QB and the top QB in the class, Miles Burkett, joins me, dual threat QB out of Franklin High School. Miles, welcome to Locked On Badgers. Thank you for having me. Let's do it. So, First question is, where are you at right now in your recruiting? Because September 1st was a massive day. For those that don't know, September yeah, 1st day. was the day that schools could contact 2022 recruits like Miles, uh, initiate that contact. They can, they can be talking, but the school can't initiate that contact until September 1st, which recording this on September 2nd. So that was literally yesterday. Miles, where are you at right now? Is schools contacting you? Your, your texts are blowing up, I'm sure. What's it like? Uh, it's an exciting time. You know, I think I can speak for every 2022 uh, kid that uh, it was like Christmas came early yesterday. Um, finally, coaches can reach out to us. They can send us graphics, show us love. And we're all, we, we're all like some of us even seeing schools that we're not prepared to see. So uh, like getting texts at 1201 or like two in the morning, like guys showing you love. And it's like, it's, a, it's an you exciting time. Did you get some 1201 yeah, like I got, Louisville texts me at 12.02 in the morning. And then Washington, uh, their coach texts me at 2 in the morning. And it was like, wow. It was like all these days. <laughs> it's like, I'm tired. Like, I'm, like sometimes I, I woke up to a bunch of texts. So it was like, I went to sleep. So like, I was tired. I don't know about all these other 2022 guys, but, but I was tired. 2 in the morning. But yeah, Washington. so my recruit. Yeah. That's, actually, that's actually midnight, yeah, right? So yeah. I woke up to Washington. And I was like, oh, nice. And I've talked to them previously, but. Yeah, I feel like there's some new schools that popped up. Uh, Wisconsin chimed in, um, Central Michigan, Eastern Michigan, a lot of these MAC schools, and Miami, Ohio. So it was kind of cool to finally have these schools reach out to me. Um, I know my recruiting process has been a little slower than some expected, but um, I think where I'm at right now is just going to keep working hard and hopefully these opportunities start to present themselves. Let's break that down, honestly, because you said it yourself that it's been a little slower than maybe you expected. One of the reasons for that, though, of course, mm-hmm. is the COVID-19 pandemic that has affected so many different things. Oh, yeah. We were talking right before we 
started recording this episode about your visit to Wisconsin that was supposed to happen in mid-March and was literally like two days before or after, excuse me, everything shut down and you couldn't then visit Madison, a place you've been many times, being 90 minutes from campus growing up a Badger fan, yeah. but you couldn't take that, that visit when you wanted to. What has it been like dealing with this pandemic with recruiting? Um, it's, it's been difficult at times, you know, sometimes frustrating, sometimes motivating, sometimes all type of different thoughts, but I feel like um, I was on an upward trend when uh, at the end of the season, um, and obviously not having those uh, the visit opportunities in March and uh, schools coming out to see me in the spring, I feel like different factors may be a reason why I'm still sitting with zero offers today. But um, I feel like uh, it also made me work harder, you know, with obviously being at home and having to just like fend for myself. I feel like I just put all the work in by myself, um, try to get better for my teammates and uh, come back this season and just prove myself. And so um, it's a blessing and a curse at the same time, because although I may have zero offers where I maybe could have had some if I had those opportunities in the spring, but now I'm being judged on the season and on the field where I'm the most comfortable. So I feel like that's also, I feel like that's why it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. So you are the top quarterback recruit in the state of Wisconsin, at least uh, one of the top, according to everybody, a dual threat guy, a guy going into your junior year at Franklin high school. What are some goals for this junior season? I know it could be a weird one. You never know when you're going to play or not play. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. You are scheduled to start in two weeks. What are some goals personally for you going into this year? I'd say, um, obviously, my sophomore year going in as an unknown to my junior year going in as a number one quarterback in the state, I just got to solidify myself. Uh, I think I can speak for any top prospect that now when, when all the pressure is on, you know, you just got to let that go to the wayside and be yourself and play. So I feel like my goal is to just continue on what I did last year, um, try to be a dominant player and uh, help my team win as much as I can. I feel like my team being successful and making other, my rest of my teammates better is my main goal in the season. So you told me that before we, we hopped on, I didn't know this, uh, but I had Braylon Allen on the podcast too. For Badger fans that don't know, he is Wisconsin's only commit so far in the class of 2022, a safety from the state of Wisconsin. You're close friends with him. What has that been like, talking to him about his process and Wisconsin offering him? And has that gotten you excited about the Badgers even more? I'd say a little bit. Uh, obviously, him being a Wisconsin committee, you know, he's always going to bug me and the rest of us in the state about committing to Wisconsin. And, uh, I know we gave Jerry Cross a little bit of, a little bit of shade <laughs> when he committed to Penn State. But, yeah, uh, I feel like um, me and Braylon started getting close in the wintertime after the season. Uh, obviously, our, for some people who may not know, we actually played each other week one last year, and they got us. You know, I, I always give him a, he'll always give me a little crap for that. They, they got us by three. They did he pick you off or no? No, he did not pick me off. Okay, so good. I say he did not do anything against me. I'll keep him to that. So he might say otherwise, but I didn't think he did much to me. But, uh, but yeah, me and Braylon got close. You know, we'll, uh, we'll talk about football. We'll talk about regular stuff. We'll talk about everything. Um, we'll play Madden. Uh, he, in Madden 21, he gets me, but in Madden 20, I beat him a lot, but I don't know. That's controversial, but yeah, I feel like um, he always checks me in with Wisconsin, and he's always like, you know, if you went to Wisconsin, that'd be cool. So yeah, I feel like us being close definitely makes Wisconsin a little bit more intriguing. What's your go-to Madden team? 
hard to say. Madden 21 is kind of trash, but I'd <laughs> say, like, you know, if I had to go with the with the Falcons, the Falcons, uh, they got a little bit of run game, pass game, so I kind of run with them a little bit. I, I, NBA 2K, whenever I play badly in 2K, I just blame it on the game, man. It's trash, trash game, trash game. The classic, yeah, yeah, yeah. The classic video game excuse. Uh, I know that Iowa has been a Big Ten school that has also been targeting you hard. What, what, is, what has that process been like with the Hawkeyes? Because I know they've been after you. Uh, yeah, uh, with Iowa, it heated up quick. And um, I know Coach Ferris came in to see me in school. Uh, what was that, in February? But uh, we, we no longer have any communication with Iowa. Um, I feel like uh, the way things turned out, it just maybe it wasn't a fit for the both of us. So uh, I don't have any communication anymore with Iowa. And that, that stopped back around like April, May. So Iowa, they came on fast and it went away quick. But um, I know I took a visit there. Uh, it was it was the team is definitely their culture and it's def- they definitely got their self established there. So it just wasn't a fit for me. One school that has been targeting you hard recently, I know for a fact, is Louisville. And you told me yeah. that they hit you up yesterday, right when they could. I know you, I saw an edit uh, from them to you. What does it mean to have a guy like Lamar Jackson? right, in, in the NFL, a dual threat QB out of Louisville. What does that mean to you to be recruited by that same school? Uh-huh. Um, I feel like myself, uh, as a dual threat quarterback, along with being an African-American quarterback, uh, obviously we all look up to Lamar Jackson. We all look up to Russell Wilson, Mahomes, but especially Lamar Jackson, the, the, what he's doing for the game that can uh, impact the future for us as dual threats. Also coming from a place like Louisville, where he was able to put up monster numbers. I don't think anybody disagrees with that. But um, him being there definitely makes it an intriguing option uh, to try to be the next great dual threat for Louisville. Um, that's just – I feel like it's a, it's a great fit for me um, within their offense, their team culture. But at the same time, you know, looking at all my options. Uh, but having Louisville hit me up, that was definitely uh, a shocking factor and then also a very uh, rewarding factor because that's a great program. If you were describing to someone who'd never seen you play, you know, who is Miles Burkett on the football field, what would you tell them right now? I'd say um, I'm a killer. Uh, I'm exciting to watch. Uh, I lift my team. Uh, I love the game. I play like I love the game. Uh, I feel like I'm able to do everything on the field, both on the, on the ground and in the air. Um, so I feel like I'm an all-around player. Uh, which makes it harder for defenses to scout against us. It makes our team successful and lets everyone else shine because I feel like me as a player, I'm able to dominate, which leads to my other teammates dominating. And I feel like our team is just a special team that um, I'm just an exciting player. I'm a big pay. I'm a big play player, uh, but I'm also a little things player. Getting extra yards, making the right throws. But yeah, I feel like the best way to describe me as a player, it would just be like, I'm a killer. I just want to go out and dominate every game, no matter the opponent, no matter the place, no matter the day, time, anything. So I said, like, just the killer mentality would be what I describe myself as. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. 
From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. We will get right back to the interview with Miles Burkett after a quick message from rockauto.com because I want to tell you about the best website to go for any car part that you will ever need. The best selection, the best prices at rockauto.com. You can go to a chain store, you can go to the new car dealership, and you will just simply pay 50%, 100% more for literally the exact same thing than if you were to buy it at rockauto.com. $100, $150 less on a $350 item. I've seen it all over the website. And best of all, the prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and same for any professional going to Rock Auto or for you yourself going to Rock Auto to buy one thing. The price does not change whether you're buying it as a professional or you're buying it uh, as you yourself needing one part for your car. So make sure you go to rockauto.com right now, see all the parts available, and then when you go, make sure you write locked on in their how did you hear about us section box so that they know that we sent you. This is the best selection, the best prices, the best combination right there, selection and prices that you will ever find in terms of car parts. rockauto.com, tell them that locked on sent you. Now back to that interview with Miles Burkett. If I had told you say, I mean, honestly, like even four months ago, but let's say like a year ago that you would be starting a football season in two weeks, but Wisconsin football would not be playing. Big 10 football would not be playing. Pac-12 football would not be playing, although we haven't heard much about them, let's be honest. But I love the Pac-12. I'm an LA guy. I'm a UCLA fan at heart. So shout out to Pac-12. None of those schools will be playing, yet you are starting this weird season in two weeks that was delayed a little bit. What's your reaction to that? If I told you that like six months ago, I mean, it's crazy, right? Yeah, I, I would I would think you're crazy. I would think that I'd, I'd be kind of losing my mind. Uh, I think you're crazy. Obviously, these are unprecedented times. Uh, none of us expected this. None of us could imagine this. But at the same time, we got to adjust, obviously. Um, we got to do the right things to be able to still play the game we love. But, uh, yeah, I feel like given the opportunity is a blessing because we're still out. We're still able to go out and play football. So, um, I feel like the ability to go out and play football is as we're, we're still all tight with the game. So um, I think we're able to get through these times because of the game. So I'm glad that at least us, Franklin High School, has the ability to play this fall. What has your high school journey been like going from a guy that you said it yourself, you know, an unknown a couple of years ago to a guy right now that is hearing from a bunch of top tier programs? What has the, the path been like for you? So I came in freshman year as the, the last quarterback on the depth chart. Bottom, last, nobody thought. Uh, uh, I know my freshman coaches were thinking, like, maybe receiver. I was, like, always, like, I don't know. Like, I, I'm a quarterback. I know I can do this. I started as the last in the depth chart, uh, played four games on the freshman team. So I started on the freshman team. I played on the freshman team my freshman year. Played four games on freshman, dominated, got moved to JV week five, suited varsity week five. Got to JV, dominated again, and I, that's where I feel like I drew the attention of my high school coaches, and that's when I, that's when I kind of realized like, oh shoot, I could really do something here. Um, but yeah, freshman year, I got, I ended on JV by playoffs. I was off of scout team. I was now with the full varsity, but obviously I was a backup. But I was with the varsity, learning the offense, like getting into tune of things. So by the t- by the end of my freshman year, I was like, okay, I could really go out and try to get the starting job. 
my sophomore year. So my sophomore, going into my sophomore year, I did not camp. Uh, there's a lot of people, it'll be speculation like, okay, if I camp, do I have offers? Like I said, no, I wanted with my starting job. So I put the team over myself. I said, I just want to go out, get the starting job for my team instead of go camp. Just come sophomore year, I get to camp. I win the job. And I'm like, wow, like it's, it's crazy to think how it comes where I start one year ago, freshman year. I'm the last of the depth chart to my sophomore year. I'm a starting quarterback at a program like Franklin that is no joke. And it's like, it's all surreal. So my sophomore year, I went out, got a, I, I got hit, I got hit by a brick wall against Fond du Lac, you know. Um, against Braylon. I got uh, <laughs> yep. The brick my wall known as Braylon Allen. Was, <laughs> yeah, my introduction to high school football varsity wasn't pretty in the first quarter, but I feel like uh, I know I threw for like 270 yards in the last three quarters, uh, three touchdowns, almost brought us back from down 17 in the fourth quarter to lose by three. Um, and that's when I kind of knew I'm like, okay, I belong. And then there was a stretch of games where uh, my QBR was like 140, 150 every game. And I'm like, wow. And then we finally get to our rivalry game on TV against Oak Creek. And we beat them 49-6. I throw for 300-plus yards, two touchdowns in the air, two touchdowns on the ground on TV. I'm player of the game. I'm doing an interview on TV. Everyone all over is like – and that's why I feel like I kind of cemented who I am in this state was in that game. No matter, Even if it was a 49-6 blowout, I feel like that's why I cemented myself to where now um, I feel like um, being the number one quarterback in Wisconsin, like it wasn't just a position given to me. I worked hard. I came from last in the depth chart to number one quarterback in Wisconsin. So I feel like um, it kind of just shows you how hard work can get you to places you want to get. So I I feel like my high school journey, I wouldn't want it any other way. You know, obviously maybe I wanted to play freshman year. Maybe I could have played freshman year, but I wouldn't want it any other way than the way it has, it has happened in my high school career. With that story, if I was a school, I, I bet on that. You know what I mean? I, I bet on that kind of story. So respect. For, for making you up the depth chart like that. And wow, that happened quick. I mean, you think about the timeline. Yeah, of that. Very Jeez, quick. Like, like 12 months, like literally yeah. from, from, from worst to first, unreal. Uh, yeah. How quickly that happened. Uh, and looking to finish the job, right? As a junior and senior. Yes, sir. Just trying to take, I'm not trying, I'm not taking uh, my ranking for, for granted. Uh, I've, I've always been one to want to get better. Um, I put on, 35 pounds. I played last year at 170. I'm playing now at 205. Um, I just said, all right, I wasn't satisfied with last season, how we lost in the third round, obviously with my injury. Who knows? There's a lot of ifs, buts, but um, I know this year I want to control our destiny. No matter if it's, if we have a state championship or a regional championship or a conference championship, I just want to win games. Uh, I don't want to lose games. I know I'm, I'm not one that, that tends to take losing lightly, but um I just want to be able to control our destiny this year and help my team and put my team in the best position to win. Let's talk a little Dodgers before we wrap things up. So you grew up a Wisconsin fan, as I've read. I grew up about 90 minutes, of course, yep. from Camp Randall. Your high school is about 90 or so minutes from the camp. What are some memories you have of growing up as a Badger fan? What are some players, some moments, some things that stick out? Um, I was a huge Russell Wilson fan. Huge. Obviously, um, I kind of emulate my game after him. I'd say if anybody was to, to compare me to any quarterback at the NFL level, I'd say I'm Russell Wilson. Um, 
I've always thought that I'm a dual threat who can run, not who can run and pass. I'm a dual threat who can run, which meaning uh, I'm going to stand in the pocket and make throws before I can run. Yeah, I can beat teams with my legs, but um, I like to stand in the pocket before I can, before I just take off and run. But yeah, I was a huge Russell Wilson fan. He kind of inspired me to fit my game after him. So obviously him playing at Wisconsin was like, wow, like what if I could be the next Russell Wilson? Um, but yeah, I've, I've gone to Badger games all my life. I've got a bunch of red and white gear at my house. Um, I played on the, played on the Badgers peewee team in like second grade, third grade. So yeah. Um, I feel like I'm definitely a homer. Like I, I definitely got a soft spot for Wisconsin. I feel like I can speak for any kid from Wisconsin. We, you always gonna, or any kid from any home state. Uh, you're always gonna have a soft spot for your home, for your home state team. So yeah. Um, I've definitely been a Wisconsin fan my whole life. Definitely now uh, being recruited by them, looking after them a little bit more with a magnifying glass, obviously, because that's a, that's a lot, it's a big decision to make, but yeah, it's an exciting, and I feel like I can speak for any in-state recruit in Wisconsin, that an opportunity in Wisconsin is a hard opportunity to say no to. Um, it's a, it's a dream opportunity. It's a exciting opportunity. Uh, it's a rewarding opportunity because, um, Obviously, growing up hour and change away from Madison, um, you get to learn about, more about the team than you would get uh, any other school. So, yeah, I definitely have a soft spot for Wisconsin. So uh, if that opportunity presents itself, that's going to be a hard opportunity to say no to. Where does it stand right now with you and the Badgers? Another contact to do, though, uh, after September 1st? Yeah, um, the contact with the Badgers has been limited, but um, – I know yesterday they definitely made sure I, that I knew they were showing me love and they made sure that uh, I knew that they got love for me and that they're looking at me and they just want me to go out and play and have fun and dominate. So it was also another rewarding uh, experience having them reach out yesterday. So, yeah, hopefully Wisconsin, the communication with them heats up in the near future. Um, that would be a, be something that I would like to happen. So, yeah, I'm just – I'm just hoping that the, that opportunity can present itself because it's a hard opportunity to say no to, like I said. Miles Burkett, dual threat QB out of the state of Wisconsin. Last question, wrapping it up. Thank you, first of all, again, for coming on Lockdown Batters. This was a lot of fun. I love to hear your story, the grind, and I feel like you really set a good example for guys that are coming up. So uh, Thank you. a lot of recruits I feel like can take from this, or not even recruits, guys that are, you know, seventh, eighth graders that want to get to that next level, but maybe aren't there in eighth grade or ninth grade at that early stage when a lot of guys yeah. are already exploding, right? Uh, so I feel like that really is for those guys. Oh, yeah. So I feel like, uh, you know, with my quarterback coach, I've uh, got into coaching a little bit, um, just mentoring younger guys, telling them, like, don't don't doubt yourself ever. You know, you can, you can come from the bottom and go all the way to the top. That's not just something you see in movies or in rare, like, rare experiences, but um, – Always work hard. Uh, always set your mind to a goal and achieve it. I've always told myself I'm going to achieve things, not that I want to. I'm going to. And I feel like always bet on yourself because no one can bet on yourself more than you can. So I've, I've always bet on myself no matter what. I know I feel – I still to this day feel that I'm a top quarterback in the nation, not just the area or the state. I feel like I'm top quarterback in the nation. I can do anything anybody else can do. I can make every throw anybody else can. But, yeah. Just always, I've always just been on myself, and that's why I tell any other younger quarterback or any other recruit in the nation, just, I mean, everyone would agree with me, just bet on yourself.
Last question. You'll be on the high school football field in about two weeks. What is the number one thing you are looking forward to in terms of getting back on the field again? I just, I, I've, I've missed the juice of game day. Um, I'm a, I'm a fun, exciting person pregame. Like, like some coaches look at me weird pregame because they'll see me dancing, but then I'll come out and just and kill them. But yeah, I'm a fun guy. I miss the juice of game day. I love the pregame music. I love the vibes. I love the chills you get. Um, every high school football player knows that there's nothing like Friday nights. I know I'll get to college and there's, there will be nothing like Friday nights. So I just miss Friday night lights. And I feel like a lot of a lot of people miss Friday Night Lights, especially in this this pandemic. So I'm just looking forward to getting back out there with my team and uh, competing, winning games. Uh, and that's I, I just love football. And I'm glad that we have the opportunity to get back out there. As always, on Wisconsin, second episode of the week at Lockdown Badgers, third episode coming up later this week. Miles Burkett, thank you for hopping on. Thank you for having me.